is Unleashing Leadership, and I'm your host, Travis Moss. We're in episode 26. We're in some final takeaways of Team of Teams. We are wrapping it up. I've got about three takeaways here to pretty much put a bow on this. Um, and expectations on what's coming next. We're going to do a complete book recap on the titles. So I'm going to go through and tie everything together in kind of like a giant summary. You're going to see how everything just kind of flows through from the start to the finish. I don't know how long that episode is going to take. It might be a little bit longer than normal. I haven't done an episode like that yet, but we're going to get into it anyway. Then I'm going to hit you with, there's a, a YouTube video that I think is really good by Simon Sinek. We'll have it posted so you can check it out. Um, we mentioned Simon Sinek in one of our episodes. We talked about he's an author uh, that's on our reading list, but he's got some really good stuff. And I think it just goes really good with everything we're talking about. And I want to bring that to the forefront, give you additional stuff that you can go be looking at and listening to, you know, and he makes a really good point in his speaking. And his thing is like, if you don't understand people, you don't understand business. And somebody asked me one time, a long time ago, they're like, what kind of book should I read? And I said, stop reading books about your profession. Like this is literally, uh, th this is from 10, 15 years ago. I said this because I know people have asked me recently and I've said the same thing. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about 10, 15 years ago. People ask me, they're like, what kind of book should I read to get ahead here? Don't read about your profession. You know your profession. You're in it. Read about business and read about people. Learn about people. Learn about business by learning about people. You have to figure out what makes people tick, what makes people work, how to work with people. That's what you got to figure out. That'll take care of just about every issue that you've got. We talked about it. You know, you may not be the smartest person in the room. But you can bring in smart people. But you got to be able to figure out when they're the right kind of smart person. You got to be able to figure out when things are too complex. Doesn't matter how smart somebody is, they can't solve it. Right? It's all about people and all about how you position people. It's about empowerment, right? We talked about that. Well, here's my first takeaway accountability and empowerment should be clearly defined ahead of time. And decision makers need the freedom to work within their space, to try new things, to break conventional wisdom. Remember, that's break the rules. To be adaptable, you're going to have some waste because you're going to try some new things. Sometimes they're not going to work out. We need to make sure that we're encouraging people, though, that have been given. Think of this as a gift. And I'll say it's a gift because people have worked for other organizations. They know that this is not common. It's not common to have true empowerment. It's common to have micromanagers and dictators. It's not common to have somebody so invested in you that they're going to let you make mistakes and not punish you for it. Say, look, you're making decisions based on the right framework with the information. You know, you collected your information. You did what you were supposed to do. And the information or the, the idea still didn't come out good, right? Or the decision still didn't come out good. Listen, you are going to make bad decisions. It's guaranteed. That's why they say hindsight's 2020. You are not going to have all the answers when you make decisions. That is guaranteed. But you should never be leading with fear. You should never be leading with, well, if I make this decision, then it's wrong. I might lose my job. If your leadership is doing a good job, what they're really doing is saying, here's the parameters for making a decision. And we're going to live with the outcome of the decision, good or bad, as long as you make it within these parameters. That's how we empower people. That's how we learn. They always say like, oh, you know, if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. Well, no, that's not true. 
if I ask you to make decisions, if I say that I empower you, and then I put bureaucracy in the way, or I don't clearly identify what you're supposed to be doing, right? I don't properly explain that to you. What doesn't kill you hurts you. Because you have no way to grow from that. Because there's no benchmark. Just a pile of shit that basically I dumped on you. And bad leaders do that. They say, oh, that's a problem I don't want to deal with. I can give it to that person. So that way, if it doesn't work out, I can say it was their problem. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger when we use the resources correctly. We made a decision, an informed decision. We took responsibility. We had to do the best that we could, and we did so. The decision doesn't come out right. Great. Now we can all learn from it. We can all grow from it. That's where we have to be focused. That's takeaway number one. Takeaway number two. There's three of these, remember. Takeaway number two. Adaptability thrives with speed. So we just talked about this. You got to be able to adapt fast. Why do you have to adapt fast? Because change happens fast. If you're always adapting to what happened last time, next time is already happening. It doesn't matter. You're already obsolete. Decisions have to be made before they reach the level in an organization that creates a redundancy that just slows everything down. Redundancy doesn't add value. Redundancy is when someone is forced to make a decision that somebody else is actually responsible for. It could be vertical. It could be horizontal. It could be... You know, let's say there's three managers on a team. They're all equal. One manager is supposed to be making the decisions, and they don't for some reason. So another manager has to take on that responsibility. Now you have two managers responsible for the same thing. What's That's a redundancy. That is actually a bad waste. Or it goes vertical. The lower-level manager is not making decisions they're supposed to make, so it has to go up to the next-level manager, and now... They're making decisions that the lower manager should be making. That's taking up both people's times now. And it's creating frustration and lack of trust. That's the bad kind of waste. We talked about how waste is not always a bad thing. Waste is not a bad thing when it's creating innovation, when it's taking chances, when it's growth-oriented. Waste is a horrible thing when it's redundancies. That's an efficiency problem. And in the book, they talk a lot between this push and pull between adaptability and efficiency and how we don't want to become so efficient that we can't adapt. And we also don't want to confuse these terms where it's like, oh, you know, waste is good in all cases. It's not. If we're wasting because we're not being accountable for our responsibilities, that's a problem. And I think you have to start with, as a leader, you have to look at the person who's struggling and say, is this an information problem? Do they not feel like they have enough information to make decisions? And is that kind of paralyzing them? Is it an expectation problem? Maybe they don't understand what decisions they're supposed to be making or how to make the decisions. Is it an empowerment problem? Maybe they don't know that it's actually their job to make the decision. Or maybe they're... They're unsure and they're saying, well, geez, if I make this decision and it goes wrong, I'm going to be in big trouble. We need to make sure they're empowered the right way. And so I keep coming back, and this is the third point, I keep coming back to trust and how important trust is to a functioning team. And I think the book does this. 
throughout my entire, I'm, I'm going through the book, I'm making all kinds of notes. Trust is the one word that comes up over and over and over again in my notes. An organization is a conglomeration of teams, right? The whole team of teams framework, the whole team of teams concept. Even if you don't prescribe teams, right? If you say, yeah, you know what? I'm still going to have silos and isolate people. Well, silos a team too, right? Your organization is a team of teams, whether you put teams together or not. If you don't put teams together, if you say, look, you know, I'll let all my employees figure it out or I don't want to team up for whatever reason, you don't look at it as teams. They form teams at lunch. They form teams in the break room. They we call them clicks, right? When we don't like what people are doing, they, they had this click, and they, it's the it's the mean girls click, or it's a you know it's the 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 jocks over in the corner. That click that will happen in your organization. So whatever you want to do, your your call it your organization is made up of teams. Whatever organization you're on, if you're on a board of directors, there's going to be micro teams in there. If you're volunteering and you show up someplace, there's probably going to be teams that are formed. No matter what you're doing, there's teams. And in order for those teams to be highly effective, there has to be trust. And trust starts at the very foundation. Remember, we talked about you have a you have 10 teams of team or 10 teams of 10, and then you take the leader from each of or a leader out of each of those 10 teams and you put them together and you have an 11th team. Right? And that the 11th team is made out of leaders from each team. And how powerful that is. Well, trust starts at the very foundation, the very bottom level of the teaming, the first level, the original 10 teams, right? There has to be trust that starts there because that's going to feed all the way up to the very top of the organization. One corrupted little cell there can spread and, and just cause, wreak havoc. Remember, it's the... Um, pathogen it's the infected little toe that gets your leg cut off trust has to be at the very very foundation of what we're doing if we can't foster trust we're not going to survive we're going to we're going to we're going to have a surprisingly early death and you might say well no nah, i've been i've been pretty good for a while yeah well people die of heart attacks in their 30s so people 31, 32 years old. Yeah, I can do what I want to do. I can eat what I want to eat. I can drink what I want to drink. I can, you know, not exercise or whatever. Look, I'm still alive. I'm in pretty good shape. And then all of a sudden I have an early heart attack. So it will come for you. This disease, if we don't have trust, it is a disease. It will come for you. Remember that we talked about when we were talking about competition. If you can't have trust, Envision yourself on one knee looking up at the sun. You're about to collapse. You're exhausted. It's like heat stroke. And somebody starts, they're walking by you and they're looking down. And because you're down on one knee, you're looking up and it just seems like they're 100 feet tall. And they're just looking. And all you see is this dark shape because they're kind of blocking up the sun. And they look down at you as they're walking by. And they don't even stop to talk to you. In one stride, they look down at you, they look back up, they look forward, and they go. And you're still on one knee. You don't have the strength to get up anymore. That is your organization with a lack of trust. That is your team with a lack of trust. That is your leadership with a lack of trust. The competition is literally going to stride right by you.
And I wanted to leave it like this. If we're struggling with any of the things that we've learned from this book, in order, answer these questions and they will tell you what to work on. Is this a training and education problem? Is this a structure and systems problem? Is this a people problem? Do I have the wrong person? Or is it a me problem? So we gotta start with fixing me.